everybody. Welcome to the Enlighten Me podcast. You are listening to episode 53 of the show, and I'm your host, Mackenzie. I'm super glad that you're here. Welcome. Thank you for tuning in. Today, I have a really exciting show in store for you. It's something that I've been wanting to learn a lot about lately, and so I was really, really excited to have this guest on to share and to learn from her. So welcome Jess Millman with me. Jess is an online entrepreneur, a podcaster, and a tattoo artist. She's also someone who's passionate about sustainability and conscious living, especially when it comes to what we put in our bodies. One thing that she's an expert on is water. I've been learning lately about the clean water movement, and this is something that I honestly used to think was simply a third world problem. I thought this only affected poorer countries that didn't have any access to clean drinking water, and that was something that I actually did my very first podcast episode ever on was on water, which was a great conversation, still one of my favorite episodes. But anyways, when I interviewed Carly and Brendan on sustainable living, which a lot of you have listened to, that was an interview I did later on. Something that Brendan mentioned was that clean water was something he was really passionate about and when he talked about this it opened my eyes to the bigger picture that this wasn't something that just affected countries that we've never heard of right Brendan is actually from Flint, Michigan, which a lot of us know of because of the water crisis going on there, but it is not only happening there, it's actually happening all over the United States and all over the world. We all have contaminants in our water, and that's what Jess is going to educate us on today and tell us why things like bottled water or simple filtration systems won't quite do the trick. She's also going to introduce a product that's revolutionized her life, the Kangen machine, and the Kangen machine produces alkaline water. You may have seen alkaline water around before. It's on store shelves now and it's becoming more and more popular as people learn about it. However, Jess is going to share why she thinks everyone needs the machine in their homes. And in part two, we will talk more about the benefits of Kangen water and all the different uses for it and just how versatile it is and also the cost of the machines and why she thinks they're worth the investment. But for now, she's giving us a big old chemistry lesson in recognizing some of the harmful toxins in our very own tap water as well as a lesson in how alkalinity and acidity really work and why we need to know what we're putting in our bodies and using in our homes. So for part one, I just really want you to focus on learning about what's in your water and what you want to be in your water, okay? So focus on that. Try not to get overwhelmed. There's a lot of information here, but it's all really, really good. As you're listening, don't forget about leaving a review. I'm donating money for reviews that I receive, including to an organization that helps provide clean water to those in need. So, hey, help me do that by leaving a review. It really only takes a few minutes, and I seriously appreciate it so much when you do this. I read every single review that comes in, and it just means so much to me. It builds my confidence and helps me to know that you're enjoying the show, so thank you for that. I want to take a second to acknowledge someone who did take the time to write a review. This review is from a Acoustic Man 22 and they said this podcast is wonderful for many reasons. I have learned a lot about topics I've never even thought of looking into. It's easy to listen to and Mackenzie is genuine and you can tell she cares deeply about what is being discussed. I would highly recommend this podcast. That was such a nice review. Thank you so much to whoever wrote that and thank you for considering taking the time to write a review as well. Again, it means a lot to me and only takes a couple minutes. So leave a review to let me know you like the show, subscribe so that you know when part two with Jess is available and share the show with friends to help me spread the word. All right, friends, here is my conversation with Jess. All right, hey Jess, welcome to the podcast. Hi, thanks for having me here. 
Yeah, super pumped to chat with you today. Like I've told you, I am really looking forward to learning from you. But can you just start with introducing yourself for everyone who's listening? Of course. So I am 25 years old. Yeah, I'm 25, turning 26 in November. (laughs) Um, I was born and raised in Rochester, New York, and I actually just moved back to Rochester from Maui, Hawaii. Yeah. I've lived there on and off for the past four or five years, so now my boyfriend and I are back on the mainland, and Uh life is good. We are both tattoo artists, so... Oh, I'm a cool. tattoo artist, and then I also work a little bit online. Awesome. That's very cool. Yeah, when I saw – well, when I first found you online, it was when you were living in Maui, and then I saw more recently that you moved, and I was like, oh, my gosh. I Like, anybody who knows me well knows that Hawaii is, like, where I hope to end up someday. Yeah. <laughs> and so I was like, oh, my gosh, that would be really hard for me to leave Hawaii and go to New York. <laughs> oh, I know. It, it's hard. It's very hard. It was our second time leaving there. But it's yeah. one of those things where, like, it's always going to be there and we can yeah. always go visit. And it'll be really nice to vacation there. So. Oh, yeah, totally. <laughs> Especially now. I mean, you know it so well, probably more than yes. tourists do. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. And how has moving back to New York been, living back there? Has that been good? Yeah, it's been really great. Um, Both sides of our families live here because we were born and raised here. So it's been really nice. We have like a solid friend group here and we moved back into the same neighborhood we were in before. We're like all of our great friends live nearby. So it's been nice. And we're already planning some road trips. Cool. Yeah. I mean, that's mostly what people have to do right now is road trip. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Very cool. Okay. And then, yeah, like you said, you work online a little bit. Um, So tell us a little bit about your social media platform and kind of what you do online, um, just because that's how I found you and started learning from you. So tell us a little bit about that. Yeah. So pretty much I started Instagramming back when Instagram like first came out Uh and it was something where like I always wanted to have something inspiring to share Yeah, where people just kind of like questioned what they were doing and like what they wanted in life. And just I wanted to inspire them to think about the actions they were taking and like what things they were consuming and the people they were surrounding themselves with. And making sure that they were like taking care of themselves and like focusing on like their happiness. Yeah. So a big part of my social media platform is like getting in alignment with yourself and getting in alignment Mm -hmm. with yourself comes from so many different factors in your life. Um, Taking time for self-care, obviously, Um, healthy eating, healthy lifestyle, Mm -hmm. the products we buy. Um, I'm very passionate about sustainability as well. Yeah. And The whole part of that as well is I work online. I work with this online platform, an incredible community called the Free Life Movement, and I'm one of the leaders there. And it's been something that's been changing my life and the lives of many others. That's great. Well, awesome. Um, So one of the things that you do online, like you said, like healthy eating and clean living and all that kind of stuff. And one of the things you talk a lot about is drinking water, yes, which is what we're going to talk about today, specifically Kangen water, which I think when I first found your, when I first found your Instagram account, I was like, huh, I, I must have found it through like some kind of sustainability um, groups or hashtags or things yeah. like that. And I was like, okay, I've, I'd heard just a tiny bit about that and seen like a couple other people post about it. 
but I it was all your posts just about like all the benefits of it that really intrigued me. And so, and I kind of started learning more about clean water and like how the U.S., you know, even though we're a developed country, like we don't have extremely clean water that's super no. healthy. Um, and so, so yeah, I've become like very curious about this and I know a few other people who are in the same boat as me, like, okay, I want to be healthy. I want to drink good water, but you know, there's, there's a lot of information to take in here. So that's what I'm hoping you can help us with today. So I wanted to start out with talking about what's wrong with our drinking water today. Like I said, like we all know that access to clean water is a worldwide crisis. Like obviously there are a lot of countries that don't have access to clean water, mm-hmm. but I think most of us that live in developed countries feel like that's, yeah, that's like a third world country problem. Like that's not for us. Yeah. Um, But can you tell us like, how is it a problem for those of us that live, you know, in the US or Europe or, you know, more developed areas? Yeah. So it's something that a lot of people obviously don't even consider in their lifetime because we just assume that like our water is clean it's being taken care of for us and we can go ahead and drink right out of the faucet or maybe like we'll use a little Brita filter or something Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. so the problem with our water specifically in America America is actually one of the worst countries when it comes to water because Mm -hmm. our water quality is like government controlled Mm, so I think we all know by now that when things are government controlled, it's not always the best for us. Right. (laughs) So there's a lot of contaminants in our tap water and we drink this water and we bathe in this water. And a lot of these contaminants cause serious health issues when it Mm -hmm. comes to things. And one of the biggest ones is like the potential effect of cancer. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think that's like one of the things that's the most important thing to realize is the contaminants in our water Mm -hmm. and how unregulated a lot of our water actually is too. Mm -hmm. So basically I have this website pulled up. It's the EWG tap water database and Mm -hmm. you can go and put your zip code in there and see exactly what is in your local water supply. Mm-hmm. And even on the website, it just tells you that legal does not necessarily equal safe. Sure. And getting a passing grade from the federal government does not mean the water meets the latest health guidelines. Gotcha. So another big thing, too, is that legal limits for contaminants in tap water have not been updated in almost 20 years. Oh, wow. So <laughs> it's pretty crazy. Um, yeah. Even just putting my own zip code in, there's 19 total contaminants in my local tap water, and uh-huh. nine of those exceed the EWG health guidelines. Oh, wow. That's crazy. So, yeah. yeah that's, I mean, that is really crazy, especially because I think, I mean, I'm not an expert on this topic by any means, but like, I feel like most of us have water treatment plants near us, you know, or in our own mm-hmm. cities. And, and you hear like, oh, yeah, like I know they add fluoride to our water because it's supposed to be good for us. Yeah. But are they just like at these water treatment facilities? Are they just like you said, kind of doing the bare minimum of what the law requires them to do to make the water, quote unquote, clean for us? Pretty much. Um, They're just following like what they need to. And like I said, it's the legal limits haven't been updated in almost 20 years. So like what truly is legal and illegal right now. But 
really it's I know a lot of people know that like fluoride is in our tap water but there's a lot of other things like chloroform is in our tap water and that's a big one that causes cancer Uh Um, and it's really crazy because that's something that they started using years ago to combat diseases such as like typhoid and cholera but people began dying from like health issues such as like heart disease and respiratory disease and cancer because of chloroform and chlorine being added into our water. Yeah. So there's a lot of like chlorine based substances and chemicals that are in our tap water and the Mm -hmm. risk of developing cancer is 93% higher in people who drink or are exposed to chlorinated water, which is like all of us. Yeah. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah. So what are there any other like commonly found toxins that you hear of with tap water besides chlorine? The biggest one is chlorine. And there's some other ones in there too. Some of them, there's not as much in the water, but they're still like higher than what it needs to be Uh and what it should be. But obviously fluoride is one of those. And then there's a whole bunch of other different ones that are in there. Like, I don't even know how to say half of these words. (laughs) They're so big. Yeah. Yeah, like chromium and nitrate and all of these other things that are crazy to think about. So... Yeah, totally. Yeah, I actually, I had been talking to someone about getting like a more advanced water filtration system and Mm -hmm. they sent me my EWG report for where I live and a same, like almost the same as yours, there was 20 total contaminants and nine exceed their health guidelines. And like when I was scrolling through all of them, they all say like, what the name of it is and then underneath potential effect cancer potential effect cancer like all of them and and like how it's not safe for pregnant women and blah 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 I'm like oh my gosh what this is the water we're using every day that's totally crazy so are these things just in the tap water that we're drinking or are they in other products also so I don't know how regulated certain things are, like our cosmetic products, but Mm -hmm. I know that like our cleaning products and stuff have pretty harsh chemicals in them. Right. And that's one of the reasons why I love my Kangen machine, because I don't have to use any of those products anymore. I've replaced all cleaning products in my house. I use Uh my machine to clean my floors, my countertops, my windows and mirrors, (laughs) everything. I use it to water my plants too. And I've even used it to replace certain beauty products as well. Like I use it for my makeup remover. One of the pH Uh levels I use is that. So I have been able to ditch any products in my home that might have had any harmful impact on my health or my home. Yeah, that's that's really cool. And, and I feel like we're going to talk more about that in just a little bit, but some people might be thinking like, well, why can't I just use like bottled water or why can't I just get like a filtration system? Like you mentioned the Brita filter or things like that. Those things are pretty popular. So why do you think those are not good answers to this problem? So bottled water is very unregulated. It's way more unregulated than like our tap water is. Okay. So I have a lot of facts about bottled water. Um, And actually like bottling water is a huge industry right now. It's very competitive. That's why you see all of these different name brands of bottled water. You're literally just paying for the label on the water. Yeah. 
But yeah, it's pretty crazy because bottled water really isn't typically safer than tap water. And really uh-huh. about 50% of bottled water in the United States is just purified tap water. Mm-hmm. So it's really not any better for you than tap water is. There are some right. bottled water bottled waters out there that um, claim that they're a higher pH, like an alkaline water, or there's like reverse Mm -hmm. osmosis or distilled water. And Mm -hmm. we can get into those later too. But the United States alone has over billions of bottles of water shipped to the US from overseas. And it's really crazy because the FDA monitors and inspects all these bottling plants, but it considers this job like a low priority. So it doesn't do it on a regular schedule. Like it could go years without Mm. monitoring a bottling plant. Oh, wow. And even if a bottle fails to meet the federal safety standards, it can still sell the water, which is crazy. So Mm. all that it has to do is put a statement on the label such as contains excessive bacteria or excessively radioactive. (laughs) Yeah. So it's crazy. And on the like... Another thing, too, is that bottled water doesn't usually have to state what source it comes from or what the methods were used to treat it. So, like, you don't you have no idea where your bottled water is coming from. Yeah. Yeah. It's there's so much out there. And even in the whole process of water being bottled, there's so many toxic chemicals, energy use, greenhouse emissions and packaging waste that comes along with bottled water. And I know you're super Mm -hmm. big into sustainability too. So like when I see people drinking from a plastic water bottle, I'm like, you better be recycling that. Yeah, totally. (laughs) You know? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. All the waste. And then even like the health effects of drinking water that's come in this like plastic that is really not even safe you know like they say if you like leave your water bottle in the sun like the water is contaminated because when the plastic heats up it contaminates the water somehow I'm like oh my gosh why would I want to drink that at a regular temperature that sounds terrible well and then if you think about it by the time that case of water bottles is put on the shelf at the grocery store it has already been sitting probably on a in a truck or something, or even outside at a bottling plant, it's already been sitting in that water bottle for an average of three months by the time you even go to drink it. That's so true. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, that's crazy. And, And it's especially crazy because there are bottled water brands that seem like really nice. Like I used to buy like smart water because it had electrolytes added. And then I, when I like actually did research on it, I was like, it's literally the same amount of electrolytes that's in tap water. So yeah. this is stupid. But, and then like, you know, like Fiji water, like it just, I feel like the bottle looks so nice. And so it makes you feel better about it or something. <laughs> and it's like, from what I've seen, I watched this really interesting video online about the acidic effect of things like soda and tea and, yeah. you know, and even did bottled water. And it's like, yeah, this is no better than anything else that we're drinking. No, I know. It's then, you know what? It's marketing. That's how it works. They're like mm-hmm. appealing to you in a certain way. So you're like, oh, this looks yeah. like a fancy bottle. I'm going to drink this one instead, you yeah. know? And it costs right. way more than like, the generic one which is probably the same water (laughs) 
Right. Well, okay. So what about um, the filter systems that you can get at home? Like, you know, we used to use a Brita all the time when yeah. we lived in our up first apartment and there was no like water filtration system or, or like a lot of people have the refrigerators that have a filter built in. So yeah. what about those? Like, are those doing anything? They're, they're really just getting like the very like basic contaminants out of the water, which is like bacteria and like dirt and stuff like that. Um, Some of them are like slightly filtering, but it's not like a super effective filter. And this is the reason why, because most people are not changing their filter as often as they need to. Like, I know like my dad has used a Brita filter for as long as I can remember and goes forever without Mm -hmm. putting a new filter in. Um, And that's the one thing a lot of people don't keep up with, like changing their Brita filter or the filter in the refrigerator. And it's just a little bit better than drinking just plain tap water but it's yeah. not doing that much that makes sense yeah well and the the filters like I mean I know from firsthand experience they're definitely expensive yeah and they're so wasteful too because all you can do is throw them in the garbage yeah like, and they're usually made of plastic yeah so yeah okay so you instead use Okay, I've been calling it Kangen water. Am I not pronouncing it yeah, right? Yeah, it's Kangen, Kangen, whatever you want okay. to call it. I really don't okay. think that there's like a wrong way to say it. Okay, okay. I hadn't heard anyone say it until until today. So I, I've just been calling it Kangen water. But okay, so that's what you use. So first tell us what is Kangen water? What's a Kangen machine and how does it work exactly? So the Kangen machine is a medical grade water ionizer. So it creates electronically reduced or ionized water. The big most important thing about this water is that it creates hydrogen rich water. And I can go into why that's so beneficial later on. Uh-huh. Okay. But these machines produce seven different types of ionized water ranging from 2.5 pH all the way up to 11.5 pH. Um, And then the drinking water ranges from 8.5 to 9.5 pH, depending on the type of water you select. Okay. And so, yeah, I feel like we're about to get into, like, some chemistry here, like, with all the (laughs) pH levels. Um, Okay, so it's a machine that, just from what I've seen online, you just kind of keep it, like, by your sink, right? Like, you do you fill it up with your tap water? So it actually connects directly to your faucet. So um, you have like a little adapter and you can just turn the little nozzle so that you can either use your faucet water or you can have the water running through your Kangen machine and be getting Kangen water from that. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So then what does it mean exactly for the water to be alkalized? Like, I feel like that's kind of a term that's getting somewhat trendy you know like mm-hmm. uh, alkaline this or that or whatever and I'm like okay okay wait, wait why is this good like I don't fully understand <laughs> what that means yet so can you kind of explain that or or you said like the hydrogen rich water what what do those things mean exactly yeah so that's really what makes the water alkalized is the fact that it's rich in the active molecular hydrogen okay so yeah alkalized water or alkaline water is like all the rage right now because we understand why it is beneficial for our body. So for us, we are constantly being exposed to stress and environmental toxins and we tend to have not the best diets. So our bodies are always like getting into an acidic 
place because of the stress, our food, our environmental toxins, such as like smog and whatnot. Uh So drinking alkaline water helps just bring your body back into balance into a more alkaline state where cancer, things like cancer and other illnesses cannot live in those alkaline environments. Yeah. So the biggest thing to understand is that there is bottled water out there that says it's alkaline and it is alkaline, but you have to understand that any water can actually be made alkaline. Okay. So you can do this just by like adding sodium bicarbonate, which is just baking soda. You can add that to the water mm-hmm. to make it alkaline, but that's not good on your stomach. It's actually really, really harmful for your stomach to be mm-hmm. doing that. And that's what you're going to get in the bottled water that says it's alkaline. So you see oh, like okay. the 9.5, like smart water, alkaline water. Yeah. And that's not good to be drinking long term. Okay. So the difference between alkaline water and those bottled waters um, and the alkalized water coming from the Kangen machine is that it's ionized water. So it's rich in active molecular hydrogen and it doesn't affect like your blood pH or make your body more alkaline necessarily. Um, It's the high pH water, but it's low in alkalinity, which basically just makes your body able to like buffer the acid within your blood. Oh, interesting. Okay. Which is really interesting. I hope that's like, I hope my words are like understandable. Yeah, no, totally. I, like I said, I watched one video about it and kind of the way he said it was just like, by the time like you're actually drinking the water, if it's like a, like if it's a bottled alkaline water, it's, yeah. It doesn't actually have an alkalizing effect on your body, right? Is For that... the most part, okay. yeah. Just because of like how long it is sitting in the bottled water, yeah, it's not going to have too much of an alkalizing effect. And also it's just not really like the best for you. Yeah. So yeah, like I said, you can make any water alkaline just by adding like baking soda to it. And that just raises the water mm-hmm. buffering capacity, which is the alkalinity of the water. Okay. the human body, like we have this buffering system Mm -hmm. and it has no problem adjusting to like the the pH of the ionized water. But when we consume alkaline water, like from the bottle, it has a harder time adjusting to that or even really processing it, especially when it comes to like our stomach. Hmm. Okay. So (laughs) to explain like what the Kangen water is, it's high pH water. Uh So to alkalize means to raise the pH of a solution above seven pH. And we do is, that. Is 7 pH like what tap water normally is? Um, Yeah, it's usually, tap water is usually about neutral. Sometimes it's like slightly alkaline. So if you were to okay. go get like the little pH tester drops and uh-huh. test your tap water, it might be slightly alkaline. Okay. Yeah. I'm like, I feel like my co- like my college chemistry class is like slightly coming back to me. So like <laughs> 7 is neutral. Yes. Is that right? Yeah. So okay, 7 so. is neutral. So anything below that is acidic, acidic. and anything above that is alkaline. Is yes. Right? Yeah. Okay. okay. So that's why like I drink the 9.5 pH water every day. That's the alkaline water. Okay. And I love it. I can taste the difference. <laughs> yeah. That's for like so anything. Yeah. So. yeah. So basically what happens is when the water goes through the Kangen machine, it goes through that process of electrolysis. So uh-huh. when it goes through that, it's separating the water into hydrogen-rich ions, which are a super okay. powerful antioxidant and anti-inflammatory substance. And that's what is making this water 
the higher pH, like the 8.5, 9, 9.5, and even the 11.5. It's super hydrogen-rich water. Okay. And then the other half of the water, which is oxygen-rich ions, those are really good for disinfecting and cleaning because things in an oxygen-rich environment cannot survive, like bacteria and viruses. So that's going to be your acidic water is the oxygen-rich water. Okay. So you use a lower pH for cleaning? Yeah. So I use the 2.5 pH to clean my countertops, um, my floor, and I also use that as a hand sanitizer. Oh, interesting. Okay. Very cool. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So... Yeah, no, what you're saying makes sense because I did an interview probably like a year ago now, but it was about veganism. Mm -hmm. And one thing that the girl I interviewed, her name is Sadia. One thing that Sadia explained was that meat and like animal products are highly acidic and like an acidic diet is linked to cancer, like a a more acidic environment breeds cancer. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, what, like what you're saying makes sense as to why this is better for us. What about like the actual cleaning of the water? Cause we were talking about like all the contaminants. So how does the Kangen machine like clean the water or does it use a filter also or how does that work exactly yeah so the kangen machine does have a filter i'd like to um stress to people that kangen machines are not necessarily known for their filters they're more known for like being electrolyzed water ionized water Uh the filter in the kangen machine does filter out essentially 100 of chlorine in your tap water which is like the biggest thing you do want to filter out um and then it also filters out like lead rust bacteria odors and then some other harmful contaminants but the thing Uh is that depending on where you live in the United States, especially, um, it varies by state and then by county and then by city. Every single person has different contaminants in their water. So depending on where you live and what your water source is from, you might need a pre-filter for your machine. Oh, okay. Okay. So that's like an addition you can get to it? Yeah. Depending on how your water quality is. Um, okay. So do you use one of those with where you live now or like what, what's like a Like with the EWG reports, Mm -hmm. I'm not super familiar with them. So do you know at what point someone would want to get one of those? Honestly, I would just recommend it for pretty much everybody. Okay. We don't have one here at our house yet because we just moved in um, not too long ago. But I did get a little estimate for a pre-filter that works well with the Kangen machine. And it's like 200 bucks. Actually, less than that. So, is it an attachment to the Kangen machine or is it? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, the water, you just have it flow through the pre filter and then it flows directly into the Kangen machine and it's super, super easy to set up too. All right. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. So, how is this different than you mentioned earlier, like reverse osmosis? And that's another popular kind of way to clean water or purify water and yeah. again I'm not extremely familiar with that but I've had a few people say like well have you ever looked into that and I'm like honestly no I don't know the difference between all <laughs> these things so how is the what the Kangen machine does different than reverse osmosis so they're very very different okay a lot of people like to say that reverse osmosis is dead water i don't say this because i don't know for a fact that it's like necessarily dead water and doesn't have like any nutritional value to it okay but reverse osmosis water is membrane filtered water so the water is filtered through a semi-permeable membrane and it strips the water of almost pretty much all of the materials the minerals sorry not materials (laughs) um (laughs) the pollutants bacteria dirt sediment and it leaves 
the water pretty bare. Um, I don't know for okay. sure that it like takes out all of the electrolytes and natural minerals that you do want to be drinking. Mm-hmm. There are certain people that need reverse osmosis water because certain organs are not functioning optimally, oh, such sure. as like their kidneys and stuff. So they might not be able to process certain water that has a certain amount of natural minerals, you know? So like reverse osmosis might be good for those people, but typically people will buy mineral drops to remineralize this type of water before drinking. And so the Kangen machine does not take away any of the natural minerals and stuff that we do want to be drinking. It just goes through that process of electrolysis, which makes hydrogen rich, antioxidant rich drinking water for us. Okay. Gotcha. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, I I feel like I have heard that on the reverse osmosis. Like it cleans the water, but almost like to a point of where it takes all the good stuff with it yeah. too. So yeah, definitely. Okay, gotcha. So did anybody else get some big flashbacks to chemistry class while they were listening? If you're like me and don't feel like you have a very scientific-driven mind, you may need to listen more than once to fully understand the concepts that Jess shared with us today. Trust me, that's what I did and it helped a lot. But it's okay. Don't feel bad. You don't have to fully understand everything that she shared and you're going to learn even more when part two comes out about what the different pH levels mean and it'll help you fit some of those puzzle pieces together if you feel like you're not quite understanding yet. But for now, what you do need to know is that a highly acidic diet is not good for us. And so where we can reduce our toxins, we should look to do so and help to move our bodies into more of an alkaline state. Alkaline water is one way to do that and a really great way to do it, right? Since we all drink water every day. And speaking of which, I think the other big takeaway that we all need to know is about what's in our tap water. It is really frightening to know that there are so many awful contaminants in the water that we're drinking every day and not just drinking, but bathing in and using for other purposes too. Whether or not you decide to invest in a Kangen machine after hearing this episode, you should take some steps to make sure that you're protecting yourself and your family from these contaminants. I'm including links to the EWG water rating site that Jess mentioned in the show notes and also links to their safety guide that has tips on what you can do to make your water safer. Now that we know better, we can do better to keep ourselves safe. It's not something the government is going to do for us, obviously, so it's time to take this matter into our own hands. Thank you again so much for tuning in. I hope you learned a lot from Jess. I know that I did. And if you're listening in real time, I hope this episode also gave you a nice distraction from what's going on right now, particularly for my U.S. listeners, from all the politics and the waiting. We'll know more soon, but for now, just relax and try to escape a little here and then when you can. Don't forget to leave a review and subscribe to the show. You only have to subscribe once to the show, and that's free to do. doesn't cost you anything. All it does is ensures that you'll get the next episode when it's available. And also share the show with someone. Word of mouth is so helpful in people finding the show. I know that's how I find a lot of shows that I love to listen to. And I would love it if you'd share the show online and tag me in it so that I can know who's listening. It'd be so fun to hear from you. Part two with Jess will be available next Thursday. And until then, check your water rating with the EWG. Stop buying bottled water and find other ways to drink clean water instead. And keep seeking to get enlightened. Peace out.